1: Kevin Blackstone, Courtney Cronen, Woody Page, Clinton Yates. NBA season preview extravaganza. Every year somebody on our panel picks the team they cover to win it all. Usually it's Plashkey and the Lakers. Wah wah. This lineup today, I see Washington, I see Chicago. Yeah, Woody, great. maybe you'll do something. Let's go around the horn.
2: <laughs> Don't give it to us.
1: Celtics 126, Sixers 117. That is how the season starts. And after the toil and turmoil and storm undrang of the offseason, how Boston picked up the basketball right where they left off. Joe Missoula, a gum-smacking coaching debut. Embiid and smart, beating and smarting. Harden and smart, hardening and smarting. Boston, better than Philadelphia. Courtney Cronin, round the horn to you. Did the Celtics show you they can not only survive this offseason, but thrive this season?
0: Tony, I watched a video of Joe Missoula pregame participating in a game of pickup basketball, yeah. and he looked calm and at ease. And I think that his team really embodied that in the second half of this game against Philadelphia because in the first 26 minutes, there's eight lead changes. And then over the next eight minutes, Boston methodically builds a double digit lead. And I don't think that the team that was sub 500 in January of this year would have been able to do that. So they looked more confident, more poised, and more mature because you brought up that moment. Between Marcus Smart and Joel Embiid, where Smart said Embiid was trying to break his arm. And then he said post game that he could have cracked his head open, but he didn't. So maybe a sign of maturity too, taking after their new head coach.
1: So you saw poise, maybe some maturity, and you believe everything that happened in the offseason can be put in the rearview mirror and this team could move forward like they did for all of last year in the postseason. Kevin Blackestone, you agree?
3: Well, I, I don't know about that, but let's give credit for to Joe Missoula for being able to do that on one night. I mean, I thought that was special for West Virginia's finest uh, to be able to put that behind him and, and show some hope with this with this team. Uh, not only that, 71% shooting in the se- in the second half to pull away uh, 126 to to 117. I don't think you can give up 117 every night and, and and be pleased. But the way your big guys were going and the way you put in uh, you handle Embiid, holding him under 30, which I think was a good thing. That's promising. And remember, they did it all without Robert Williams in the middle. Uh, Robert Williams, a tremendous defender. Mm-hmm. So, absolutely. I mean, I think they picked up where they left off. Um, but it's, it's a long grind. Glenn, yes, it's I had panels
1: grind. for the last month tell me the Celtics, it would be hard to pick up where they left off. What did you see last night?
4: I saw a team that has morale soaring. I'm sorry. I was stunned Vibes are good. by how okay. together this squad looked and how well they played. They shot 56%. They, they were dominating in fast break points. They out-rebounded the Sixers who were bigger than they are, and they got great celebrations going after the game. I'm sorry. Holding it together the way that they did was flat-out impressive for this Celtics team. They looked like a star-driven squad. They looked like a team that can get back to the finals for sure. I think they've done a great job keeping it together, and it surprised me. No and now not. Woody Page.
2: Not only a factor in the conference, I think they're going to win the conference because of what we saw last there night. There we go. That's pe- all
1: I need in one game. Have, all right, Woody Page. Uh,
2: they <laughs> have a better coach than they had before, I believe. We saw a guy last night who has concentrated okay. since the beginning all right. of training camp on running the basketball Give me a break here, let me talk. I think that what we saw last night with those 24 fast break points, that this is a team that actually is smaller without Williams that Kevin talked about, but faster, and did you see the job they did on the 76ers and particularly a backcourt star who had 35 points of his mm. own? They just made him look like he wasn't on the court defensively. Mm. So when you have Brown and Tatum getting 35 points each when both were being talked about in trades with the New York team, I think that this is a team that has come together without its old coach and has come together with a new coach, and it's even better than it was last year. All
1: right, well – well, finals. I love you, Woody. Oof. We have this thing with the NFL. It's overreaction Monday. You, you brought it to the NBA. Only two games last night. One of the teams is going to the finals. I, I love the way you think. Woody. On Philadelphia, you know, always close Clinton Yates and then to start the year like they did.
4: The Harden element is going to be difficult. I think he looks better in terms of his physicality. How he's going to choose to play with this team I think is going to be different. But it'll be interesting as well because he's more of a point situation. I didn't have a problem with the Sixers. They just got
3: popped in the mouth by a team that was KB. on a mission. Yeah, I mean, you know, once again, it's, it's one night, and I know we want to do, do the overreaction thing. But, I, you know, I think they'll be fine. Harden looked good. Um, Embiid looked decent. He did decent. look good, right? Uh, I mean, it was yeah. almost
1: like that hamstring. Yeah. That was almost a two-year injury for Harden. Um, right and and now a different look for him yet again we've been horned. we'll move on another team that I'm sure you're all going to pick to go to the finals after one game off to a great start the Warriors 123 Lakers 109 it was ring night and they indicated it was a special night quote special night End quote Draymond and Poole survived with each other the Lakers did not LeBron saying the team is not a team of shooters Westbrook saying coming off the bench contributed to his hamstring injury. Clinton
4: Yates, what was your biggest takeaway from Warriors Lakers? Man, the order of operations in terms of the rankings of things that went wrong for the Lakers last night. Number three, Bron and Draymond Kiki in there in the middle of the court on a play that was an awkward interaction. Number two, Russell Wilson intonating that coming off the bench is somehow affecting his ability to prepare for games. That's the problem, not the solution in terms of you coming to a starter. But the number one thing is going 10 for 40 from three after starting two from 20. The Lakers are not just a team that has to figure something out. The Lakers are a bad basketball team in the NBA right now, and it showed last night. So
1: you agree with LeBron. LeBron, that this is not a team of shooters, and, and Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook, statistically, two of the most inefficient shooters in the league the last couple of years. Woody Page, your takeaway?
2: Yeah, you accuse me of overreaction. How about underreaction on this in the Lakers? Same old, same old, and I mean it in two different ways. Same old players. <laughs> LeBron just keeps getting older. And same old players who can't shoot, who can't play defense. Same old players. When you have Westbrook complaining about something, this time it's because he came off the bench and now his hamstring is hurting him. Same old Davis that he's doing a nice job, but can he stay healthy? These Lakers are same old, same old. They're not going anywhere again this year. What are they going to do about it? Just make trades? You can't even name the last six guys on the bench. So what do you got to trade?
1: Courtney Cronin, Takeaway, Warriors, Lakers.
0: I remember a time not that long ago where Russell Westbrook is listening to break my soul the day he opted into his player option, didn't have a care in the world, and now he looks completely broken. I agree with what Charles Barkley said uh, on TNT last night, that it looks like the Lakers have sucked the life out of Russell Westbrook. Let's not forget that during training camp, they were in talks reportedly with Indiana about trying to trade him potentially for one or two other players. So he clearly feels the way, you know, how he's valued by this Lakers team, and this experiment, if you want to call it that, that Darvin Ham tried out during the preseason blew up in their face, and it was an epic failure. Like, I don't fault Russ for saying what he did about his hamstring. He was prompted by a reporter. He wasn't Mm -hmm. just coming out throwing guys under the Mm -hmm. bus. It was his chance to explain what had happened and where he kind of stands right now.
3: Kevin Blackiston. Well, I don't know whether you come off the bench during the game or come off the bench to start the game. I don't really know what impact that has on your, on your hamstring. I will say this, though. They don't have any shooters, and they proved that to us during the preseason. And Rob Palenka even came out and said shooting is a problem with this team, and they showed that last night. As far as same old players, they are the same old players, but it's still amazing that same old LeBron James came out and dropped, what, 31, 14, and 8. Um, So he's not the problem. It's possible Uh, the season may just be,
1: wow, look at LeBron. And you don't have to talk about the dysfunction, at least in the rotation, or the inefficient shooting every night, even though they're on TV, just about 60 games a year. You don't have to talk about it. You could just marvel at LeBron. All right, now the season preview extravaganza. You saw the champs last night, and I want a little bit more on the Warriors right now. And you saw two Eastern Conference hopefuls last night. Tonight... Everybody else gets going. And one game to start us off. Let's start here. Pelicans-Nets. The return of Zion Williamson for New Orleans. The return of Ben Simmons to the basketball court. Kevin Blackstone. just for tonight, are you more interested
3: in Zion or Simmons? I'm more interested in Zion, of course. i would never tuned in to watch something exciting from Ben Simmons. Um, but I've tuned in every time to watch something exciting, exciting from Zion Williamson. The last time we saw him playing, he was averaging 27 a game. The guy hasn't even played a full season of NBA basketball. I want to see Zion. Clinton Yates. It's got to be Simmons for me, because the
4: mystery around his game is just so complete. You're wondering all the time, what is he actually going to look like on this court with these two other guys that are there? I know what I'm going to get from Zion in terms of what he brings to an NBA basketball court. I don't know what I'm going to get from the Australian, and I'm way more interested in that for sure.
3: No three-pointers.
0: It's ben, It's Ben Simmons for me. We <laughs> haven't seen him okay. on a basketball court in over a year and a half. And even Steve Nash has said that over the offseason they've tried to make him, push him be, to be more aggressive. I want to see if he's able to do that tonight. I also want to see the train wreck that is the Brooklyn Nets. Because let's not forget, like, the last couple months all yeah. we've talked about are firing requests and trade requests. And, you know, Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. Like, let's see how so, they that. But you're too, already calling this ben a Simmons. train
1: wreck. Can the train get back on the track, I guess? Is is it possible? There are some people who think Stephen A. Smith said it most. uh, uh, Brooklyn is his pick to win the Eastern Conference. Woody Page, what are you watching for tonight?
2: Uh, Kevin, we're going to find out about Zion. He's been injured seven times since he was in college. Can we right. at least get him through ten games before we start paying attention to him? It's got to be Simmons because his coach said in the offseason, I don't care whether he ever shoots a jump shot. I think that's the most important thing that's going to happen tonight in the NBA. Is he going to shoot a jump shot? Is he going to make a jump shot? That's what I want to see. Mm.
1: All right, Woody Page. I'm baited breath here. I believe you can do this. Season preview extravaganza, your pick to win it all.
2: The forgotten team in the mountain time zone. Keep this in mind Stan Crockey has won in the past year with the Rams, he's won with the Avalanche championships. His next one is with the Democrats. There Nuggets it is. Okay, okay, I don't know animations. if I would leave with the owner of the about. team. Uh, maybe them maybe the MVP, years, you know.
1: maybe the return of Jamal. <laughs> But there it
2: is, Woody Page. Murray, Michael Port Jr., two additions to that team. MVPs.
1: Denver. Now, let's buy or sell Woody Page before we get to buy or sell. Denver's chances
4: of getting past Golden State. Clint Yates? Decent with Murray, but no. Dubs repeat. Warning Coronis. What are we talking about?
0: Let's go prisoner of the moment here for me. I'm going with the Golden State Warriors.
4: Well, that's not exactly prisoner of the moment. They're the defending
3: champions. Uh, Kevin. Black well, they those. just
0: won last wow. night. That's if what not I'm going with.
3: Of. If not for an injury to Chris Middleton, the Milwaukee Bucks would be working on a three-peat. It's the Milwaukee Bucks. The picks you make equal the mute you take or the points you get. Woody Page going
1: high on the Denver Nuggets. I'll, by or sell. I'll stuff. see
2: you at the end of the season.
5: the horn is presented by the refreshing taste of twisted tea hard iced tea please drink responsibly part of happy hour
6: passion drive and patience the formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more It's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
5: Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Welcome back to Around the Horn, coming to you from the seaport, brought to you by Chase.
1: I'll keep it real. It stinks. We're on opposite Phillies Padres right now. or airtime, tape time, game time, we can't talk about. But I'm still guffawing over this Kyle Schwarber home run last night. You tell me 488, I tell you 688. Uh, It's the eternal debate, small ball versus home runs. And it's what the strategy was for New York yesterday in beating Cleveland. Stanton and Judge, a good strategy for victory. Guardians can second-guess all offseason. And the Yankees rocking the baby. But no time for that. Straight to tonight, Yankees-Astros ALCS round three. Houston winning the previous two, owning the matchup. Earlier this year, Houston no-hitter. An entire series, New York never led until two walk-offs. And both come in struggling at the bat. Even though they won series, Houston hit 217. New York hit 182 in their series wins. Clinton Yates, who
4: and what you got? I'm going with the Astros. They've got the lowest ERA of any staff of the four teams left so far. And they held the Yankees this season to around three runs a game. They average five runs a game. But I'm going to need these bats to pick up. Do not put anyone else through another 18 inning masher, Dusty. Come on. Let's get the bats moving, boys.
0: <laughs>
2: Woody Page. Yeah, the Yankees should have celebrated last night because it's not going to happen again. The Astros are the best team left in the playoffs. They've got the strongest bullpen. They went six deep in that 18-inning game. And they've got Verlander, who we'll probably see three times in the series. Courtney Cronin.
0: They're the best pitching – they have the most pitching depth. They're the most rested team. They've only allowed 518 runs this season. So, for me, it's the Astros. If the Yankees want any chance of being able to get out of this series, they need more from Aaron Judge, the AL MVP version, not the version that went 4-for-20 with 11 strikeouts in the DS. Kevin
3: Blackstone. Yeah, the Astros beat the Yankees five out of seven this year. That 518 runs that their pitching staff gave up—lowest in the AL since 1973. I've got them leading. So it's a clean sweep. Us. Everybody's Absolutely. got Houston. You're, you're citing the
1: history in the playoffs. Most recently, the Altuve home run versus Chapman. Nobody thinks the. Everybody picked Cleveland over the Yankees last round. By the way, nobody thinks
4: there's a shot. Clinton Yates. What would it take? What's the Yankees' path to victory? The Yankees got to figure out what they're doing as far as their pitching is concerned. If they're just going to be relying on what they think that bullpen is going to do, they got bailed out a little bit because the rain gods came, so that's what they got to figure out. How do you manage your staff? Buy or sell two NFL owners' meetings. They could have been trying to get to the bottom of why
1: flags for roughing the passer have decided games. Instead, they hunger games each other. Jim Ursay, there's merit to remove Snyder. Roger Goodell, wait for the facts. Dan Snyder, a letter to everybody saying I never hire private investigators on you guys. Jerry Jones to Robert Kraft, don't F with me about Goodell's contract structure. Woody, what does it all mean?
2: What it all means is that's the most testy owners' meetings that I've seen in the last decade. I mean, firing shots across bowels all over the place. But the significant aspect of it was Ursay actually ripping on Snyder. You never hear owners go after each other, but for a guy with uh, Ursae with his background to actually take on Snyder and say that he might get enough uh, support of 24 owners, I don't think that's ever going to happen, but that's a rarity to have one owner test another owner like that.
0: That, uh, to Woody's point, that's why I think Jim Irsay was the perfect messenger to do this, to say this at owners meetings, because he's been very open about his past uh, indiscretions, alcoholism, addiction, and he said because he was asked about. Well, Daniel Snyder claims that he's got dirt on everybody. He said he can investigate me until the cows come home. He's not going to keep press. He's not going to stop pressing forward with this. So I think that he was the perfect messenger to do this, and he clearly had something to say because owners don't just stop for media scrums at these meetings. I've covered them. That was Jim Irsay being very calculated and wanting to get this message out.
3: Kevin, the infighting among owners, something or nothing? <laughs> it's nothing for now. Um, you know, the Washington Post had an excellent report about Uh, what owners were thinking about Dan Snyder just a a, a week or two ago. Uh, Obviously ESPN had another report um, suggesting the same kind of thing, that there's this discordant um, uh, feel among these owners with with Dan Snyder. Um, But I'll believe it when I see it, if they actually uh, uh, send him him out of the boys club. This was a lot of billionaire talk, um, but until they do something, that's all it is.
4: Yeah, the most intriguing thing about this to me was that Dan Snyder was trying to act like he's some sort of a kind-hearted human being reaching out to other owners. I mean, the fact is that he revealed there is a problem with the schematics of the Death Star, and that thing could get blown up. And that is probably going to happen sooner than we think, I believe, when it comes to Ashburnistan. It's going to be really interesting. Jerry Jones and and Robert Kraft, Courtney Cronin, anything there? Don't F with me is what Jerry said to Kraft.
0: Yeah, and it's interesting that Jerry Jones was the only owner who voted against uh, the contract structure and the extension for Roger Goodell. Not surprising. You guys
1: get geeked up over these NFL owners. Me and I, I mean, who? <laughs> Tell me why there are flags for non ruffing the passer, roughing the passer plays that are there deciding the results of games. That's, get to the bottom of that before you guys get your little Lord of the Fly situation going. Clint Yates, Kevin Blackstone, thank you for the time. Woody Page, Courtney Cronin, Showdown, two minutes.
5: the Horn is presented by the refreshing taste of Twisted Tea Hard Iced Tea. Please, drink responsibly. Part of Happy Hour.
1: The rookie quarterback leading all rookie quarterback categories and even some second-year quarterback categories. Bailey Zappi. Zappi fever in New England. And whispers. No one's ruling to call it a report. Whispers that maybe not everything is great between Mac Jones and the Patriots. Jones currently 85% healthy, another report said. So, my question to you here, Courtney Krohn, how do you think Belichick makes this call, Zafi or Mac Jones, this week, Monday night?
0: Well, I'm still a rookie on this show, so I will go with the rookie over the vet. They've been winning games with Bailey Zappi. Mac Jones himself said that he's not 100% healthy. So of all weeks, you don't make this switch when you're playing the, the Chicago That's the whole point, Bears. Courtney. If he's week.
2: not over 80 85%, you can't put him in the lineup. You continue to go with a guy who sounds like Taffy you'd get on the boardwalk in New Jersey. He's the solution tonight.
1: Zappi's Taffy? I love it, Woody Page. How do you come up with this stuff? We'll move on. Showdown to Draymond Green. That pregame post-fight documentary we saw yesterday. Talking about how Draymond was in exile. That was the documentary's word. Give it to me Siskel Ebert style, Woody. How many thumbs up? How many thumbs down? Which direction?
2: Well, he made it seem, and the documentary did, that he was the victim in all this He's the one who actually caused this documentary to have to be aired. I give it three thumbs down.
1: Thank you, Woody. And Cordy Cronin?
0: Yeah, another athlete-produced production, and he's the one who hired the narrator who used the phrase exile to explain where Draymond was when he was missing practice, so I'm not a fan of it whatsoever. Mm,
1: Woody Page. Three thumbs up. 30 seconds of FaceTime.
2: (laughs) As the only person at ESPN who actually lived in a dormitory that was in Nayland Stadium in Knoxville and I could look out my window and see into the football field, I was once a part of, of tearing down a goalpost and dragging it off the field to the to the river. Well, over the weekend, you know what happened in Knoxville. They have donated money of 160000 so far to replace the goalposts. If you'd like to participate, because you know Tennessee is poor and <laughs> they need the money, they actually are replacing those goalposts, and it was a great moment for all of us who are involved. Balls- they
1: have a billion dollars, Woody Page. You a veteran, Woodrow, cents, the we know what do. happened.